0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. The wheel for my life is prosperity. And I enjoy total life prosperity in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to talk this morning... And perhaps going into next week um, on the prosperity mindset. When Dr. K was around um, last week or two weeks ago, he, he kept challenging us about raising our minds and how we think and our mindset. And we just want to drill down a little more on that. We've already established in our previous teachings that our prosperity is soul-driven. We saw that in Third John verse 2, that we prosper as our soul prospers. And we taught extensively on the fact that what is happening on our inside, the soul there refers to your mind, your will, your emotions. What's happening on your inside um, determines, The extent of the prosperity we experience on the outside. Am I right or am I right? And that's such a vital truth. Um, We want to now narrow down on the mind. I believe Dr. K really shared some powerful things with us. Um, I know I was challenged personally. I don't know about you. Um, About how we think and how we um, address prosperity. And that's what we want to talk on briefly. I have limited time, so I'm just going to quickly run. Colossians chapter 3. Let's start from there this morning. Colossians chapter 3 from verse 1. If you then were raised with Christ, can somebody declare this morning I've been raised with Christ? I am seated with him in heavenly places. I can hear you. Say far above all principality and power and might, and dominion, and everything that is named in this world and in the world to come, I have been raised with Christ. Hallelujah. Paul now challenged the Colossians here and he's challenging us as well. If that is your status, seek those things that are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. And in verse 2, he says, set your mind on things above. Set your mind. Again, notice here, it gives us that responsibility. Your mind is something that has to be set. If you don't set it, it will wander off. Set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth. Set your mind. There's a way things are done in heaven. This, this, this is what is, is, is telling the Colossians here. And I want us to narrow it down. Paul it wasn't just talking about prosperity here. He was talking about spiritual realities But prosperity is part of our spiritual realities. Can somebody shout a loud amen? And there's a way things are done in heaven. And it's very, very different from the way things are done on the earth. Remember God said in Isaiah Isaiah 55, My thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. As far as the heaven is above the earth, so are my thoughts superior to yours. He now reveals to us, now that we are in Christ, and now that we have been raised together with Christ, and now that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, we have the capacity, somebody declare, I have the capacity, to program your thinking and your mind the way heaven operates, which in many times will not be like the way the earth operates. Hallelujah. Remember Romans 12, verse 2 says that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Is somebody interested in transformation? Are you interested in going from glory to glory? From one level of prosperity to another level of prosperity? It's by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And we have established that prosperity is the will of God. And one vital way to renew the mind is to set your mind. Set it. Program it. It, It's like these air conditioners. They have set... I don't know, when I came in a bit into the hall, I felt a bit cold. I don't know about you. If you are feeling chilly like me, can you wave your hand? Pro- um, facility, help us, or so we are the majority. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you come into a place and the place is cold, you may not want to talk. lest they think I don't have AC in my house. <laughs> they have set the thermostat to a particular level. And that's what's regulating how cool the air conditioning is. Because the AC and the thermostat is set to that level, please listen to me very carefully. The effect that the AC has, the capacity that the AC has to regulate the temperature in this room, it's now superimposing that on the temperature in the atmosphere. It's subduing it. You turn off the air conditioners, this place will start getting hot. And all of us will start sweating. But because the thermostat has been set, somebody shout set, it's now able to superimpose the capacity, the AC's capacity to cool the room. But until it is set, it cannot subdue. We talked a bit about that last week. That doors have been opened unto us. God has gone ahead of us and he has done things for us in this season. But we need to take those things by force. And one of our responsibilities is to subdue. The environment we are in may be against us. But God has given us a mechanism to subdue. Hallelujah. And it's by setting your mind. You, you set your mind for prosperity 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 1 Corinthians 2:16 for who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him nobody is as wise as god nobody is as smart as god nobody is as understanding as god nobody is as knowledgeable as god we don't instruct God. God instructs us. We don't give God wisdom. God gives us wisdom. We don't give God knowledge. Ah, you don't go and pray and say, God, you don't know what I'm going through. He knows what you're going through, sir. You can't instruct God. He said, We do not have a high priest. That is not touched with the feelings of our infirmities. That everything we have gone through has gone through it with us. And because of that, he's able to show us mercy, give us grace, give us favor. Therefore, we can come boldly to his throne of grace and obtain mercy and find favor in our time of need. Nobody can instruct God. And nobody can tell God that this is how it is. You you can't, please hear this very carefully. You can't say that something that God has said is not what God has said. That means you know more than God. That means you are instructing God. That means you are wiser than God. And you are not. And the earlier you realize that, the better. Who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? And he now tells us this. So watch, watch the knowledge of God here. But we have the mind of Christ. God is telling you, I have given you my mind. You you are saying, Ah, I don't have the mind of God. No, God is saying, I've given you my mind. You don't know more than God. When you got born again, God in his infinite knowledge, his infinite counsel, his infinite wisdom, has put the mind of Christ inside of you. That is capacity. Just like this air conditioner has capacity to subdue the atmosphere, the temperature in the atmosphere. Can somebody declare, I have the mind of Christ? I have the mind of Christ. So I can set my mind. You see, Paul told them, set your mind on things above, where Christ is seated, where Christ is reigning. You have the capacities... Please catch this this morning as we talk about prosperity and as we talk about you developing the appropriate prosperity mindset for your next level. God told me to share three things with us. I'm just going to run through them then we'll take it up from there next week. You have the capacity to set your mind like Christ operates mentally speaking. You may not feel like that naturally, but God is telling you in his knowledge, I have given you the mind of Christ. Just like God tells us, I have put my spirit within you. You don't feel the Holy Ghost. You just accept the truth that God says, my spirit is within you. You don't see the Holy Ghost. You believe it. Just like God says, I have put soe, the life of God within you. You don't feel the life of God. But you need to know that you have the spirit of God. You have the life of God. You don't have ordinary human life any longer now that you are born again. And that's why you should not live like ordinary human beings and die like ordinary human beings that's why you should not die like a chicken. You, you shouldn't and you cannot. Because you have a superior life. And more importantly, you have a superior mind. But it does us nothing until we set it mindset. Hallelujah. Quickly. Take these three things down. Three things, a prosperity mind that is flowing at the frequency of Christ must possess. And the challenge before you and I today is to set our minds based on these three things. See, the creators or the people that designed and built these air conditioning devices They've put some buttons there. They've wired the capacity of this thing. I don't understand the technology behind how a device like this subdues the temperature. But I know if I press this button and I press this button and I plug this thing here, it works. The same way, if you take the word of God and do certain things with it, it works. Can I hear somebody shout this morning? The word works. The word works. So you can use the word of God to set your mind. You don't set your mind with muscle. Or with willpower. You set your mind trusting in what the creator has done. You have to trust, I don't know what, what's the name of this device. Let's call it Panasonic. I know it's not Panasonic, but you have to trust Panasonic. How many of you drove to church this morning? You have to trust Toyota that if I press this button, the engine will start. If I press this pedal, the car will move forward. You may not even understand the technology behind it, but it is programmed that way. Glory be to God. And when you apply the word that they give you, you will see that what they have given you will work. Hallelujah. The same way programming our minds for prosperity, it really rests on how how much we trust God. Number one thing you should do with your mind to program it for prosperity. And you see God dealing with people on these three levels. Number one. The, The first thing that I see in scriptures... That God did for mankind when it comes to programming us for prosperity was you need a mind or you need to set your mind for multiplication. Multiplication. And I will give you a simple exercise since we are talking about prosperity and I love the way Dr. K said it. Don't say prosperity does not include money. It's everything plus my money. Hallelujah. Take your current income. And you see those two scriptures. Jesus said that the kingdom of, of God is like a mountain which so in the ground. And this should multiply 30-fold. 60-fold. 100-fold. Somebody shout multiplication. You need a mind that can accommodate My current income multiplied a hundred times, and your mind will not explode. See, you're you're setting your mind. Okay, you're making one million a month now, and you now tell yourself, I I want prosperity. You set your mind, it's not yet in your bank accounts, yes. You are not yet doing work that people will pay you that amount of money. You're not yet doing business that people pay that, that amount of money. You now multiply. By a hundred. When you try a hundred and your brain short circuits, maybe you should try sixty. <laughs> if you try sixty and it short circuits, you know, you, you said you, you you proved the good, acceptable, and what? Perfect will of God. Let's say the perfect will of God is what? A hundred. You set your mind. One hundred million. It's your mind, though. No, and this is not greed. This is not, what are you doing? You are, you are programming your mind for, you must be able to accommodate multiplication. That was how God blessed Adam and Eve in the garden. Made them in his image and said, be fruitful and multiply. The prosperity mindset is a mindset that accommodates Multiplication. Multiply it and try and carry that new number or that new level in your mind. It it may be a struggle for a while. This way you meditate. This way you look at the word of God. Go with me to Genesis 22. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout multiply this morning? I can't hear you. Multiply. Multiply. Somebody is still not shouting. Say, multiply. Multiply. You know the story in Genesis 22, God told Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. And when Abraham did it or attempted to do it, when God looked into his heart, ah, this guy, this boy is dead. Then the angel of the Lord spoke and told Abraham to stop. Verse fifteen, because of time. Then the angel of the Lord called out to Abraham a second time from heaven, Genesis twenty-two, verse fifteen, and said, "By myself, I have sworn. See, now, please understand that Abraham was already very, very rich here. We saw Genesis twelve. God called him. God gave him instruction Genesis thirteen he was already very rich. But God was now telling him to do something here. I have sworn." Because you have done this thing and you have not withheld your son, your only son, verse 17, blessing I will bless you, in multiplying I will multiply you. Can you prophesy over a neighbor with me this morning say, God will multiply you. I said, God will multiply you. You need to tell some people five times, tell them, "God God will multiply you. 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 Now, what we are just saying is speaking. no boy, you see some people are already struggling with that. And we are not talking about speaking this morning. Speaking is good. And many times we need to speak to be able to set our minds. I tell you, if you can't even say it, you won't be able to carry the mindset. So I give somebody one more chance today. Find a neighbor and say, God will multiply you. In multiplying... God will multiply you. Verse 17 again, blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants, glory be to God, shall possess the gates of their neighbors. The kind of multiplication God is talking about is both quantitatively and, I mean, and qualitatively, quantity and quality. There are some of it we can't measure in terms of 100, 1,000, 10,000. That's quantitative. Qualities, you will possess the gate of your enemies. <laughs> Praise God. You will subdue, you will dominate. Can I hear a loud amen? In Isaiah 60, this is how we said it. Isaiah 60, verse 22. A little one among you will become two. Talk to me, somebody. How much with a, with a little one become? That's multiplication. He has talked about 30-fold. He has talked about 60-fold. He has talked about 100-fold. Now he's saying 1,000-fold. One will become a 1,000. In another place, two will chase 10,000. So, God has always tried to communicate the kind of prosperity and blessing that He has designed for us. It's a prosperity and a blessing that functions on multiplication. Hallelujah. And we need to set our minds to accommodate that level. And we do it by speaking the promises of God to ourselves. You take the word of God and you keep saying it to yourself and keep programming yourself. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, 1,000-fold. It's work. I'm I'm not deceiving. It's work. But thank God you have the mind of Christ. So you, you have, look at me, everybody. This is what it means to have the mind of Christ. You have capacity in Christ, somebody shout in Christ, to be a thousand times more in anything that you want in your life right now. The only question I will ask is Is your mind set that way? Or when you try to see yourself, I'm at one million, and God is saying, I want to give you a hundred million. Your brain just fries and shuts down. And there's no problem if your brain fries and shuts down now. That's when you now know you need to sit down with your mind. Hello, somebody. And set your mind for multiplication. We were in a meeting the other day. And somebody was talking about the fact that, I remember my first salary. I think it was 2,500 naira. <laughs> Hello? But God has multiplied that. You've heard, you, most likely, if you've worked with God for a period of time before, you have experienced multiplication. If you just stop and think about it. And if you have not experienced it before, I'm here to announce to you, you can in the name of Jesus. And this season you will in the name of Jesus. The challenge now is if you have done it once or twice before, to now take it from where you are now. Praise God. And then multiply again. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Lay your hands on your head and declare, My mind. Come on, say it. My mind is set for multiplication where my prosperity is concerned say it again my mind is set for multiplication hallelujah look at the second one so you need to have a mind that is set for multiplication number two you need a mind that is set for promotion Somebody shout promotion. Hallelujah. Now, when God talks promotion, please, this is not civil service promotion God is talking about. Again, we go to the word of God. God is not talking about, ah, they are, you know how they do these levels in particular civil service? Level, (laughs) And then the other one. And the difference is not even noticeable. Many times. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you being promoted. That life, but that, that's not what God is talking about. L- look at the picture in the world that God is talking about. For Samuel, this is a very lovely example. This is Anna's prayer. And you know the story of Anna. She had been barren for a long time. A husband and another wife that had children and that one had given birth to many children and that one was always taunting her. A season came in her life. Glory be to God. And God visited her. Can I prophesy over someone this morning? This year end season God will visit you uniquely in the name of Jesus. God will do something for you this season that will make your life look like a wonder in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Anna in describing or in responding to the prosperity God brought to her, she described it as promotion. Promotion. Look at what God means when he says promotion. Verse 8. Let's read from verse 7. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. Glory be to God. He brings low and he lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. I mean, this is revelation. All God did for for her was to give her a child. But she understood that this is not just um, God delivered me from barrenness. And that's what happened. I'm not believing that part of the testimony. But she saw that what was happening in her or what was happening to her was that God was lifting her from the ash heap and setting her among the princes. Can your mind accommodate that, somebody? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can your mind accommodate that you are flat on your back? You are in the lowest of the lows. Can your mind accommodate that God can pick you up from that place and set you in Assel Rock by this time tomorrow? And when I say tomorrow, I'm not necessarily saying 24 hours, but it includes 24 hours. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 2. The same thing that Daniel saw. I want to read Daniel's own because this is powerful. Daniel chapter 2. Let's go there this morning. Somebody say, my mind is set for promotion. Set for promotion. I can't hear you say, my mind, my mind is set for promotion. Hallelujah. Daniel 2 from verse 20. Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God. Of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. Can you accept that you are not wiser than God? Like we said a few moments ago. And can you now understand that God is telling you, set your mind? Let me tap anybody and say, set your mind to accommodate that God can lift you up from wherever you are right now and set you among the princes. You need that kind of mind. And I'm telling you, that's how Christ thinks. We're going to get to that in a moment. That is how Christ thinks. And that's the mind that can subdue. The mind that thinks and accommodates from one. I can be a thousand. God can take me and multiply me 100-fold. Hallelujah. Isaac said in one year, Isaac's testimony, sold in that land, God, 100-fold in one year. That's the kind of mindset that can subdue famine. There was famine. Not that there was no famine. Not that there were no reasons to struggle. But somebody's mind had accommodated that God can take me from where I am and give me 100 times. Not 100 plus. 100 times. And the power of God now and he subdued the famine. There's a kind of mindset that can subdue barrenness and all the negative forces of evil that may be set against you. It's a mind that can accommodate divine promotion. Do you have and are you willing to set your mind that way? And you just take the word of God, and you begin to say it to yourself, and picture yourself in it, and program your mind the way you will turn your AC. Sometimes you come, you come into a place. Like I said, it was very cold. You can adjust the setting. So that it can be a bit warmer. You, you set. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. Daniel 2.20, for wisdom and might are his, and he changes times and seasons. See, it's the same thing that Anna was saying that Daniel is saying he removes kings, he raises up kings, he gives wisdom to the wise. Knowledge to those that have no understanding. Can somebody shout this morning, God gives me wisdom. God gives me knowledge. I do not give God wisdom. I do not give God knowledge. So when God tells me, somebody says, So when God tells me I can make you a king, you don't start arguing with God. Come on, say it. I don't start arguing with God. Because that's how some of us are doing because we have the wrong mindset. There's nothing wrong with coming to church with the wrong mindset. There's everything wrong with you staying in church with the wrong mindset. And what God has sent us to do and empowered us to do in church is to help you change your setting. It doesn't matter how low you are. Daniel was a refugee. When this happened... We are all seeing what's happening between Israel and Palestine. Daniel was a Palestine Palestinian. That was his situation. But he believed. And he had a mindset. Because of his covenant with God. I can be advising the Israeli Prime Minister. Do you know, even using the current situation, there are Palestinians that live in Israel. There are Palestinians that are in the Israeli parliament. They are still present day, Daniels. And the Bible said he and his friends were ten times better than all the Babylonian astrologers. It was the kind of way they set their mind. And even though things were going against them in the natural, their nation had been overrun, they had been taken captives, they had no freedom as it were, they were slaves in captivity, someone had to tell them what to eat, what to drink, the the, the, um, the clothes to wear, the food to eat. It wasn't in their power. They still rose to the top. They still prospered. This is what we are saying. This is, where so, this is how powerful so prosperity is. There may be so many negative things going against you, and we are not denying that. And God is not even denying that. But God is telling you there's something superior to all the negativity that may be going on around you, and that thing is on your inside. And if you can set your mind the right way, set your mind for promotion. Can somebody shout promotion? He will subdue. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say I can subdue. And I can walk in dominion with the right mindset. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings. He raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise, knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. May God reveal deep and secret things to you this season. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells in him. Hallelujah. And the third one, and I will close with this quickly. Philippians chapter 2. So, have a mindset for multiplication. Have a mindset for promotion, Bible promotion or not civil service promotion. Is somebody with me this morning? No offense to the civil service. Number three, have a mindset for stewardship. Stewardship. Like we announced last Sunday, this church, we need a new generation of stewards. We need a new generation of people that God will raise for supernatural exploits. Philippians 2 verse 5, let this mind be in you. See, mindset, let it be in you. You have the capacity in Christ, but are you set? like this that's the question god is asking is your mindset let this mind be in you let this mind be in you it's possible it's not in you just like it's possible if you came here at 6 a.m this ac was not on this room was hot the capacity to subdue the atmosphere And regulate the temperature to be cool, like we're enjoying it. It had the capacity, but it wasn't set on. You have the mind of Christ, but is it set like Christ? And the degree to which you prosper is dependent on how you set your mind. Prospers, your soul prospers. You need a prosperity mindset. What mind should I have? See, when he said you have the mind of Christ, this is how Christ. Look, you want to know how Jesus prospered in life and ministry? This was his setting. That's what Philippians two was teaching us. Who, being in the form of God, does somebody believe they are made in the image and likeness of God? Am I? I can't hear you. Yes, Considered it did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. This is a very powerful statement. In other words, and this is really talking about that meeting the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost had in heaven. There's this a deep revelation here. After man had fallen, the question now arose, who will redeem man? And they could have been arguing, Father, you go and die for them. Holy Ghost, you go and die for them. And if you, if you study scripture, really, all the three arms or the three deities in the Godhead, they engaged with man at different times. The Old Testament was really the time of the Father. When redemption came and the time came, the appropriate time for God to die for man, that was the era of the Son. And now that Jesus has died and has risen again, it's now the era of the Holy Ghost. But the question now arose, who was going to take up sinful flesh and serve mankind? And Jesus opted for it. And that's what he's telling us here. So he didn't see it as if the father, husbands and wives, you can learn a lot of lesson here. Because in different times in your relationship, somebody may have to, I mean, it's supposed to be equal in a marriage. But equality with God is not 50-50. This is where we need to be careful with some of the modern things where it's not 50-50. Sometimes someone may need to carry a heavier load in certain aspects than other people. made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, coming in the likeness of men, and being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself. He wants you to humble yourself. Remember I said humble yourself under the mighty mighty hand of God and he will do what? He will elevate you or promote you. He became obedient to the point of death, even the death on the cross. Verse 9, Therefore, God has done what? God has promoted him. And God has given him a name that is above what? Every other name. The glory, the honor, the name that Jesus has that is above every other name in the existence of eternity was based on a mindset. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me this morning? Praise God. I will continue from there next Sunday because we have another program. But I ask you again, how is your mindset? How is your mindset? Is your mindset to serve? Is your mindset for promotion? And is your mindset for multiplication? And God is telling us this season, if you will begin to adjust, hallelujah, can you elbow a neighbor for me this morning, tell them begin to adjust your mentality in these three areas, you will prosper beyond your wildest imagination. Hallelujah. What eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, what has not even entered the hearts of men, God will bring out of your life in the name of Jesus. Prosperity that your generations have never tasted, God will produce out of your life in the name of Jesus. Increase that you have never seen before, God will deliver to you in the name of Jesus. But begin to adjust. Hello, somebody. Begin to adjust your mind. Can you rise on your feet this morning? Lift your hands and say, Heavenly Father, I open up myself to you. And I pray right now for grace to help me renew my mind. Holy Spirit, help me to set my mind according to heaven standards in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Come on, open your mouth, just pray right where you are. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station. First bank bus stop off Kudarat Abiola Way Argun, Lagos. Email KMIAfrica at Telephone 234-810-00000640.